Hello and welcome to another episode of the Money Matters Podcast. My name is PJ Patterson, and today's topic is going to be in our investment series, and it's going to be about how do you get gearing without actually having to borrow money? So the first thing I suppose to establish about gearing is what is it? So gearing is where you borrow money to invest. And so let's say you start off with uh, a little nest egg of $50,000 and through margin lending, which a lot of brokerage firms offer, uh, you can maybe borrow up to uh, or another $50,000. So they might be able to give you um, sort of a uh, 100% gearing on that. So $50,000 more dollars. So that your total account value is 100,000. This is the traditional method that a lot of people use to gears. They actually borrow money. There's a few ways to do that. You can use equity in your home. You can obviously do what I just described uh, using a margin loan, but there are other ways to obtain gearing without having to borrow any money. And I'm gonna go through a couple of those today because they might surprise you. First of all, there is there has been a proliferation of ETFs and funds out there. So an exchange traded fund ETF. Uh, if you're not sure what that is, I'm pretty sure I've got a video or a podcast on that. So maybe go check that out. Uh, but an ETF is a product that trades like a share that has certain attributes. So, and I'm going to go through a couple of those in a minute, but there are a number of ETFs now that have internal gearing. So in other words, the ETF goes out and leverages itself. So it might have um, 50% or 100% gearing. Many of them now there's double and triple levered ETFs. Now those are quite risky and I'm not really gonna go into the nuances of some of those products. So please, if you're looking at any of those, please bear in mind that a double or triple geared ETF is most likely uh, a very short-term trading instrument. It is not going to be a medium to longer term investment holding in your portfolio. But um, the ETFs that I'm about to go through, and a couple of them, because I'm Australian based, I'm gonna go through uh, one of the fund providers that I like to use, which is BetaShares. They have some great geared ETFs, but they have internal gearing inside of their ETFs. So I'm just gonna click on uh, their website. Now my little bubble here, uh, the video bubble, for those of you listening, you're obviously not seeing this, but you can go. Uh, for those of you listening, you can either check this video out later, when you're in front of a video screen, or of course, you can uh, go to betashares.com.au, that's B-E-T-A shares, all one word, .com.au, and then you can check out uh, their funds. Now they do have a really good page here on how leveraged funds or geared funds work. I'm not gonna go through all the details of this. You can obviously do your own research and, and check it out, but effectively what they're doing is they're borrowing money internally. So when you buy a share of the geared ETFs, one of their geared ETFs, they, behind the scenes, they are managing the uh, debt levels according to whatever their metrics are inside of that fund. So you can get the benefit of a fund that has gearing in it without, again, without you borrowing money. Now, geared funds, because they use leverage, and whenever you use leverage, you tend to amplify your gains. So because you can, instead of having $50,000 at work, as I, um, um, in the, in the, prelude to this um, podcast when I was talking about, you know, having the, the example $50,000 and then you could borrow another hundred. So when you have $100,000 working for you, obviously you're going to get more leverage. You're going to get more exposure to the markets. And as such, you might have uh, bigger movements up or down. Same thing applies inside of a fund. But 
you won't be subject to personally, you won't be subject to or in your account, I should say, be subject to margin calls. This is the thing that kills a lot of people that use margin debt is they um, they could just go too hard. They borrow the max and then they, they don't buy the right stuff in the right part of the cycle. And remember, I am a full cycle investor and I've got video, plenty of videos and uh, podcasts rather on that out there in the in the uh, podcast channel. So check that out if you really want to understand how to become a top 1% investor through full cycle investing. But anyway, most investors use gearing the wrong way and they end up getting a margin call. They have to sell at a loss and it's just a disaster. So one way that you could protect yourself from that circumstance is to not borrow money, but instead buy a geared fund. So I'm just going to drop onto the BetaShares uh, website here uh, directly under what their funds are. Now, they've got a heap of funds. They've got a really fantastic product selection. I love these guys. Uh, not getting paid, by the way, to endorse them at all, but uh, I do use a lot of their funds because they do have some very, very clever funds. But I want to focus on their geared funds here, which, as you can see, uh, if you're watching this on video, you can see here they've got uh, four of them. And um, really, the two uh, that I'm interested in are GEAR, which is G-E-A-R. That's the Australian equity fund that they have some gearing in. And then they have GGUS, which is the U.S. equity fund. Now, the GGUS, uh, I think, primarily invests in the um, in the S&P 500 and the Australian equity fund is the ASX 200. Those, that's the universe of shares that they that they play in. Uh, these other two have to do with currencies and I'm not really going to go into those at the moment. But anyway, those two funds both have gearing inside them. So if you wanted to get, as an example, if you wanted to get some exposure to the U.S. equity markets, and right now I'm recording this in January, actually, of 2021, Right now, we're going to um, see that the markets are really going to be in a fantastic bull market. And so owning something like a geared fund, again, can give you exposure to gearing without you taking the risk of having margin calls, and etc. So that's an actively managed ETF. And again, they are managing the level of gearing based on their internal metrics and so forth. So it's a great way to obtain some gearing, but it's not the only way to obtain gearing. Uh, the other way to obtain gearing is, uh, and I'm going to run through an example here. So if you are, for example, uh, a commodities style investor, like you um, you understand gold or silver or copper or maybe uh, you know some of the other commodities like wheat and corn, the way you can get leverage against those things and the movement of those things, and I'm going to use gold and silver as a, as a prime, and copper actually as a prime example here. The way you can get leverage to the commodity itself without actually having to go and physically buy the gold or buy the silver is to buy a gold miner or a silver miner or a copper miner. And again, uh, you have to do this in the right part of the full investing cycle. But and I'm just going to drop onto Yahoo Finance here. I've got a quote of Newcrest Mining loaded. Now, Newcrest Mining is one of the largest gold companies in the world. They have, I don't know how much in reserves, I think over 100 million ounces, probably more. They operate all over the world, primarily, though, in Australia. But they own the gold in the ground at, say, the all-in cost of mining an ounce of gold might be somewhere between 800 and 1,000 Australian dollars, something like that. It could be a little bit more, could be a little bit less. That's because, of course, this company has invested heavily in infrastructure, in their mines, and uh, they have these huge you know, tracts of land and huge mines that they're pulling this stuff out of the ground and mining it. So what happens, and the way you get leverage against the gold price is instead of you going and buying one ounce of gold, 
which of course you could do that, but instead of buying one ounce of gold and storing that in a vault or something like that, you could buy uh, an, a, a share of Newcrest. And uh, the net effect would be that you're actually buying the ounce of gold that they have in the ground at their cost of producing it. So if the price of gold per ounce in Australia right now is something somewhere around $2,500, something like that. But if Newcrest owns that gold in the ground, all in cost to get it out of the ground and produce a little ingot are $1,000, then the margin of the difference is $1,500. So as incrementally, as the gold price rises, and of course, as it falls, this is again, why you need to be a full cycle investor and understand when you should own gold and gold miners. Uh, but every dollar or $100, let's say, of gold price increase means $100 of profit to Newcrest Mining. So the stock, instead of, say, if gold went up 1% on a day, uh, Newcrest Mining stock might go up 2% or 3% because it's leveraged to the actual commodity. Hopefully that example made sense. And, and of course, you can apply that across any commodity-based uh, investment. So you can apply that to iron ore companies. You can apply that to uh, really any base metal producer, any, any commodity producer, uh, companies that uh, farm, uh, for example, wheat or corn or whatever. So there's a lot of ways uh, you, that you can obtain leverage in the market without actually having to borrow money. So hopefully this has expanded your knowledge of the investment universe. And uh, hopefully as well, you can see where you don't have to go and borrow money to get exceptional returns against uh, the market because you can leverage by, again, buying a geared ETF, or you can buy a company that has, uh, that for example, in the case of Newcrest Mining, buys, um, you know, the, the tracts of land develops that and has a lower cost of production. And as such, you get leverage to that gold price. Anyway, hope that's been useful. Again, my name is PJ Patterson. Thanks for joining me here on the Money Matters podcast. You've been listening to the Money Matters podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you liked the content that you've heard today, please subscribe to the channel and remember to leave a comment, like, and share it. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Money Matters podcast.